Welcome back, guys, to another glorious episode of the Garbage Time Podcast. Today we have the Michael Webb Hype Train Memorial episode. I am joined here with my good friends, Nikki and JP, as always. Gentlemen, how are we today? Andrew, thanks for asking. I'm doing great in a single word. I would say I am relieved this week because I got a big win this past Sunday that puts me up at 500. And um, I'm feeling pretty good at the halfway point. JP, how are you? I don't think it's about how I am. I think it's about how our boy Andrew is. He's over here fighting the COVID, got past it, barely can breathe, can't even smell the roses today, can't even smell the terrible, terrible performance <laughs> of Michael Webb's team this last Oof, week. And it was a stinker. Oh, I can smell that. Oh, yeah. oh I can smell that. That goes past the corona. And let the record show that Andrew was playing on the last podcast with the Rona, and he was still being the best host in the business, doing a fantastic job. However, speaking of this week, we got a couple of things on the agenda. We're going to start off, we're at the halfway point, with yeah. some power rankings, where we think the chips are going to fall at the end of this great season. And in our second segment today, we're going to go over the five biggest trays in the league thus far and see how they've aged, like fine wine or stinky cheese or Michael Webb's shoes to see what these trades are going and who's winning and who's losing any final thoughts before we get started gang i'm just to be back here with you guys this is always a good time it's been a, it's been a, a tough week at the on the grind at the school on the school side mm-hmm. and you know not the most fun but i'm always here to talk about football oh yeah and take the position as a the resident of professional and genius since I have the best record here. He does. He does. And we are going to talk about that and more. One last thing before we get started. Shout out to one of our biggest fans. That's Coleslaw Perry. Oh, Coleslaw. Our guy got a job. He did get a job. Wow. This guy. Andrew, you were the one to break this news to us. Why don't you give us the update on Coleslaw's job? So uh, Coleslaw apparently is very well highly sought in the uh, engineering community. Uh, he drove down the dedication of, of this guy. He drove down to Tampa last Wednesday wow. morning for an afternoon interview and drove home immediately after the interview. Round trip, trip to Tampa mm. in one day. And he secured the job on the spot. What a guy. Congratulations to him. Big things to come out of the Perry household. That bag. All right, clap that. Tell clap, you clap. what, that's why he's my favorite condiment as we move on to the power rankings. So the way we're going to structure this, for those back home, this is based off where we think the chip's going to fall come playoff season. So I'm going to give my number 12. JP will give his. Andrew will give his. A short blurb, nothing too much. If there's a lot of disagreement, we'll get into it. But we're going to start it off with number 12. And I think this one is uh, – it could be a consensus, much like uh, it was in the beginning of the season, although that person's doing better now. I'm going to go with Nurse Joy's guitar skills. Charlie Wilkerson hovering right now at one in five and does not have reinforcements on his bench that I think will be able to pull him out of this rut. What do you think, JP? I, I, I agree, of course. I think Charlie's in the last place. He has the trifecta of depth. You know what the trifecta is? Hit me with it. He's got underperforming starters. Mm-hmm. He's got no depth. Mm-hmm. And he's got bad moves, trades, oh, yeah. and starts. It's just top to bottom. He's he's looking rough. He he's just it's not it's not what you want to see, and it's not a team that you can see really crawling out of that. With all the all the fighting and all the diversity in this league this year, and all the 
all the good, good teams that are out there that can't pop off every week. If he, I just don't see him being able to get back to out of the last place. And it's tough, too, because he's had a pretty well-performing team. He scored uh, 89, could have scored more if he plays Lamar Jackson last week on a W there. And the week before that, I believe he scored over 100 points, 96 or something like that. And he just does not pull out the win. But being one in five does not bode well, like you said, in this competitive league. Andrew, any uh, any disagreements on who the number 12 is right now? No, no, guys. I think you guys spelled it out pretty clearly. I definitely agree. Charlie is heading in, heading in the direction that he's going to end up in twelfth place. Uh, Charlie, it, it's time to start putting the kegs back at the store for a little bit, bud, and, and making sure that you don't end up sitting at a Waffle House because mm-hmm. uh, I don't cool. think you want that. So you're not fighting for first anymore, but you're fighting for not last. It'll be interesting to see if he can do any moves to pull himself out of this rut. Um, I know that was one of my questions to Joe Truss. We'll see what he says in the power rankings as what can Charlie do to salvage this season? Because he does some pieces, but can he turn those pieces into an entire puzzle? And can he make sure he, that he doesn't trade away his team, too, the only pieces he has for lesser pieces and then just dig the hole more and more because you see that every year you don't have to use trades to build a team you can yeah. use a waiver wire you can you use got that IR. number one you, you got that number smart. one yeah he did it with justin jefferson one of the best wide receivers in football the last two or three weeks and so if he can find another justin jefferson might be in business but yeah. he's got to capitalize and find the right players jp do you want to take the number 11 for you and we can go around the horn like that yeah, I'll take number 11. Um, you know, it's been a tough, tough few weeks for this man. Uh, it's our own host. It's oh, our, no. our boy, Andrew. I'm sorry, Andrew. You're on the 11th right now. You're just on a little hey, skid hey, there. That's okay. And, um, you know, I, I get it. I get what's happening. You've been hit with a sickness. You haven't been as close. You have bad luck with your scoring. You have a tough schedule going on. But it's just, it's, just, it's just rough. And, you know, sometimes that momentum just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. And it's just rolling the wrong way for you, my friend. Yeah, and uh, just uh, no, I, I'm with Andrew, you. hit me with it. Who's your number 11 before I uh, give mine? Because I'll give you a spoiler. I, it is the same as JP's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mine is the same as JP's We are as well. all on 100%. the same page, 100%, as we enter the 10. <laughs> but, Andrew, I do like your team. I think that we talked about in the pre-show meeting. There are some players that have not been performing. No. Kyler right now is the number one quarterback in football. But, uh, you know, players like Clyde Edwards-Alaire haven't been performing. There's been some questionable trades we might talk about a little bit later. And then DJ and Juju have not shown up the way that uh, you'd hope for. Nope. On top of that, you have Ertz and nope. Andrews who who might not be doing the same. And the tough part about this league is, like JP said earlier, everyone is fighting and clogging for those spots. There's yeah. no bye weeks this year. Where in the past you could say you could roll over like a Charlie or a Mark. Even those people will go down. Well, Mark will definitely go down fighting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they won't go down at all. But like uh, we do have a, a very interesting season this year. So I think that any setback is, is, is going to be tougher to overcome. So I think that this is definitely a team that I think has much more confidence in coming back than Charlie, but has a mountain to climb regardless. Yeah. Potential's there. Potential's there. They have to start playing better. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about that to get them to start playing better. That's the only issue. Yep. Yeah, I need the stars to align. Yeah. I'm about to talk to our friend Mark Turner. All righty. Uh-huh. Andrew, why don't you hit me with your number 10? Number 10. We've been 100% accurate so far in the same opinions here. Who's your number 10? Andrew Wright. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure if, if we're going to continue going in the same direction. Here we go now or or what's going to change but i guess we're going to find out sitting in the number 10 spot 
bringing up the rear, I, I have none other than our former commissioner, Mr. Garizio. Wow. Garizio is going to read the I mean, he, tweets today. Spicy, spicy. He said it. He like he said it in a in a message in the group meet where he he's like I just don't want last place at this point. I don't care. Like why? He's not doing like that terrible. He could be me or he could be Charlie. So it's like he I feel like he doesn't have to worry about last place. I mean, he's sitting at 3 and 3. He's he's at, he's at, five, he's at 500. 50%. I mean, yeah. He's there's still a chance like things could happen and he could move up and make it into the playoffs. Like, I don't understand why he's feeling so out and down, but part of that is why I gave him the 10th, the 10th. So, so for Uh, you, you Andrew, in your evaluation, you think part of it is, is is psychology here. Yes. Okay. Very, very interesting. If he, if he's mentally out of the game, then he's going to be physically out of it sooner rather than later. Yeah. But I will say that I didn't have Matt ranked this low. I will talk about his rank when I get to him for, uh, for me, but I, I disagree a bit. I do love that wide receiver core or I like Keenan Allen. Mike Evans makes me a bit more nervous. He's so touchdown dependent. Yeah. He gets those one yard catches for a touchdown, but you can't count on those, but I love Terry McLaurin. He was a former, former Eagle puppet. Um, and I think he's a, he's a really solid player. And, uh, I think that he struck some bad luck with Mosert and uh, uh, Sanders going down. But I, I, I think he I think he does have a team that could bounce back. Like you said, though, Andrew, it's going to be tough. And when we said the importance of setbacks, you know, and making sure you have the ability to overcome those setbacks, Matt is a big one right now. And every loss matters in this league. And so if he loses a game and falls farther behind, it could just uh, pile up and pile up. Yeah, I think he's got hit with bad luck at the start. Mm-hmm. Based on a rebound now after a bunch of trades and whatnot. But looking at his team right now and like the buys and whatnot, I do not like his team that much, though. I'm not loving his team. I see a lot of potential injuries. He's got question marks all over his roster. He's got his RB1 as David Johnson. That's questionable. That too. is. You know, because who knows? Raheem Mostert, it's great, but he keeps getting hurt. He keeps getting hurt. But at that being said, I did not have him as my 10. I had him a little higher, and I think mm-hmm. I'm just betting on his record and his. The, the manager himself to do a little better than my number 10, which was Michael Webb. <laughs> wow, JP, you Ooh. and me on the same page because my number 10 is actually Michael Webb as well. Why don't you hit me with why you think Michael Webb is your number 10? You know, I've been, I've been like, I've been a Michael Webb, what's the opposite of a truther, a denier? I, I think it's a denier. Denier, denier. The, that's, that's, height that's, that's, because that's he, he, I understand he had a good team to start, he had a good start, everything. But he just makes the boneheaded moves. And when you make consistent boneheaded moves, you're going to beat yourself. Matt Garizio said in the group me, he said, hey, don't nobody touch Mike Webb's team because he's going to beat himself. And there was not a truer word. Mike Webb couldn't even say anything about it because it was so true. Mm-hmm. He knew that he's his number one, number one enemy. And if he does what his gut tells him, he's going to lose. And I can't trust a guy like that to get to the playoffs and like hold himself up. He got the best team. He had the most points for him. He'll still miss, miss the playoffs. And we, we said this at the top uh, of the season. We said that Michael Webb has one of the best teams, but can he hold it together down the stretch? And we're starting to begin the stretch, and it's starting to fall apart, starting to crumble a little bit. He's 3-3, three and three, so you got to look at that as a good thing. You know, he, yeah. he's batting 500, still in definitely in the playoff hunt. But let's look at some of these players here. Julio Jones has been on and off the injury report since season started. When yeah. he's playing, he's good. But can you actually trust him? But he didn't even play him. Well, he didn't play he him. He didn't play him. Which makes sense. I'm, I'm not sure if I would either. You love oh, Stephon no, you Diggs. You love Stephon Diggs. Uh, one of the wide receiver steals of the draft. 
But J.K. Dobbin, James White, and your wide receiver are running back one and two. Odell Beckham hasn't been himself. Matt Ryan is Julio dependent. You know, Dalvin Cook is injured now. And uh, on and off the injury report. And behind that, you don't see very much depth you like besides Adrian Peterson. I threw yeah, up I think, saying that. I think Adrian Peterson is going to be entering the starting lineup next week. Look at all these buys. He has a full team of buys right now. He has all Baltimore players pretty much. So I think it's going to be rough to watch. It's going to be a tough week. stretch. And he's Definitely. still got Dalvin Cook hurt. Why not? Mm-hmm. It's just. He's got he's got to get healthy and he's got to stop making bad moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the thing is, he hasn't made moves. He's just he's just not uh, not making the trades. Not he's, making he's moves not building is a bad move. That's, That's a fact. That's a fact. All right. So now for my number nine, I'm gonna go with someone who, and this is where I think there's a bit of a tear jump for me. Just yeah, to, just to yeah. clarify, I think that that from nine to one, I could see any of these teams making or missing the playoffs with the exception of Mark Turner, who's at five and one. I think he's kind of walked, punched his ticket. Yeah. Even if he plays horrible, I think he, he's going to make it unless he he'll still one and five. stumble on a win. Right. Um, so my number nine, no offense to our favorite uh, engineer who's moving to Tampa, but I got Coleslaw Perry. That is where we do not agree. Okay. I think our, our road, two roads have diverged. Mm-hmm. And – you yep. took the one less traveled. Mm-hmm. I, I have Colson a little higher, but I, I see where the issue – I see, like, from what he's done so far and what he's going to do. I banked on what he's going to do, and I feel a little better about what he's going to do. I think he's set up for the future a little more. But, you know, it's Colson, and he makes a lot of moves also, and I think that what you see now is not going to be what it is. I think it's going to end up – he's going to like his roster, and he's going to be like, you know what, but I can get better. And he's going to start trading again, and next thing you know, we're not going to know what his team is, and he's going to get another loss. So, Yeah, I think that the thing with Coleslaw's team here is he has a lot of a lot of really good players. I think Russell Wilson is top, top-tier QB. Yeah. Set him and forget him. Um, but James Conner, injury risk, he's been on and off the injuries. But he does have Benny Snell, so kudos yeah. for that. Ronald Jones is starting to emerge, but I don't love Chris Godwin's year so far. Injured, has a couple of not-so-great games. Even when he played last game, got five points. Not great chemistry with Tom Brady. Not so great chemistry. And then, you know, some, some some pieces here, definitely. But this is a team that I'm not sure right now can really go go for the long hey, haul. Hey, and make we're the looking playoffs. towards the playoffs. That's so we're right. not looking at right That's now. Right. We're looking towards the playoffs. And, I'm, and I think that Colson will make moves, especially once Nick Chubb gets back. But will he be able to have the firepower to maintain until Nick Chubb gets back? And does Chubb get his job back the way that uh, – with Kareem Hunt playing the way he does? I don't know. I think with Jimmy Graham picking up some touchdowns with Ridley and Chubb – And Jonathan Smith. Yeah, Jonathan Smith too. getting there. I think he's set up for the future. But, you know, whatever. Well, we'll see. Um, Andrew, who do you have? At number nine. I had none other than the Joe Trust. Wow. Joe Trust. Yes. We got a hot take artist Goodness over here. gracious, Andrew, define <laughs> your reasoning. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time deciding between like nine, eight, and seven. So uh, I cheated a little bit, and I looked at the uh, the stats in in the ESPN Fantasy app. I looked at the final standing projections. So why am I not number and, 10? Uh, 
Because I like you, JP, and I have more faith Ooh. in you than than I probably should. No offense. Well, let's talk about Joe Truss's team because this is an interesting conversation. Joe Truss is right now at four and two. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, four and two. Yep. Four but and two. has only scored five hundred and fifty points. You do not love to see that. Yeah. Well, I I can say I don't love to see it, but I wish I had it. <laughs> right. I mean, because I'm still in the four hundreds. But hey, <laughs> I'm just I'm just riding the the luck wave until I get back to my baby boy C Mac. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do like this team. I have them uh, a little bit higher than number number nine, but uh, I can definitely see the boom and bust uh, quality of this team coming off at seventy or sixty, a sixty point game, a loss to Garizio at sixty points, and right now it's starting QB's Justin Herbert, who's shown some good things, but uh, not exactly a steadfast starter every week. Yeah, I, I have them a little higher. I'm I I'm concerned, of course, with this team. But I really, on my rankings, I really banked on luck. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just how they've been so far yep. and if that luck will carry on. Because I think if you're blessed by the fancy gods, oh, as I, I have been, I've been kissed by the baby angel on my forehead, just mm. let me get to my four and two record. Yes. I think that if you have that luck, and you're going to see it later on in my rankings, okay. I know a few of the guys you're going to see, wow, that's, that's high for that person. No. It's the baby angel kiss. Baby angel kiss. That's all you need. All right. And I, I think that he's going to be okay, and he's going to keep going. And he's he's got a good team, so I don't see as low. Not as many holes as some of the other people we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, not as many holes. But I'll tell you, someone does have holes. And who is my number nine? Number nine. My number nine. I have our commissioner, Charles. Yeah, Lennon, there we go. The bad trader himself. Mm. I am looking at his team. I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't like it. You don't love much. it. I think that's a bunch of uh, flash in the pan sell high guys that you know he's trying to trade them away because he knows they're gonna fall back to earth you got claypool out there cool yeah everyone's saying oh he's an emerging star blah 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 chase blah. clay cool chase clay cool yeah but you know what is he gonna get four touchdowns again no i don't think so is he a rookie he is a rookie yeah, what JP. do rookies do they they come back down to earth don't they they flash in the pan yeah they come up and mm. down they, he's good he's oh, got the talent but he's still rookie he's gonna make the issues like i don't see him having like an OBJ style season or anything. I think that he's going to be good. He might be consistent, but he's not going to be a league winner. You have Travis Kelsey, who's great. All right, you can keep that one. But it's just you have injuries, you have question marks, you have a lot of a lot of guys you keep trying to trade in and out. And I I don't know if I, I can stick with this. You know, Elliot's having issues. Dallas team as a whole is having issues. You can't rely on Matt Stafford every time. Antonio Gibson has been in and out. Tyra Lockett is losing some of his points to DK Metcalf and the other guy. I don't even remember his name. But he's David Moore? David Moore, yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. who he is. Another guy, he's taking more. Justin Jackson has been in and out. But you have you got to wait for uh, Eckler to come back. It's just up and down. Le'Veon Bell's there, but you're trying to trade him. So I don't know. I don't know what to look at here. It seems like it's a mirage, and I'm not too high on it. But as we said, there's a tear jump. And I had five guys in a row. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sure who was going to make it in and who was going to make it out. Right. So this is not an indictment. The nine is not that you're super low. I just think that it's just that close. Yeah. That one bad game can slip you down. One bad move can slip you down pretty far. See, and, um, and I'll even jump to eight right here because Charles is my number eight. Okay. Um, so we're, we're pretty simpatico on that one here. So everything you said is uh, pretty much my thoughts here. I think the running back core for this team, a lot of depth. But not too many players that I am dying to play besides Ezekiel Elliott. Charles loves his running backs, but Antonio Gibson, Justin Jackson, Le'Veon Bell, Miles Gaskin. Am I excited to play any of those players? Because outside of Zeke, I don't I do not actively feel doesn't bring joy in my heart, you know, to yeah. to quote uh 
the one minimalist lady uh, who, if it brings you joy, keep it. If not, get rid of it. Charles is trying to get rid of all these running backs before upgrades at the running back position, which is a good idea. But the fact that he's doing that shows you that these players might not be the people who we think they are. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Uh, I had the same pick as you, actually, Nikki. My number eight is We're Charles. We're good at this. There you go. There you um, go. Yeah, so I, I, I'm pretty on there. He's sitting at a pretty good record, yep. obviously, three and three. So his season really could go in either direction. But, you know, uh, I'm going to kiss ass a little bit since he's a commissioner. I hope his season goes well. Yeah, around. we got to see more, though. <laughs> we got to see more. Everyone wants Chucky to do well. Yeah, I am. Um, I am. Uh... One, one last thing about Charles. Oh, I, I like his team. I, I think it's fine. I think he might make it to the playoffs because it's that close. But, man, I, I'm looking at your team. You got to – I see uh, A.J. Brown on your bench. You got to start that boy. You got to start A.J. Brown. If you've watched any of the games, you've seen him. He's getting all the targets. Start your studs. He's getting everything. He's, he's a stud. He's a stud. And I think you can get more out of him than Justin Jackson. Just mm-hmm. saying. Even though he's a running back versus a wide receiver, I would take the surefire 10 points rather than whatever Justin Jackson is going to do. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Whatever. I'm going to my number eight, which is Mac Rizzio. We wow. Talk about him. All right. Uh, Mac Rizzio, no, he's, he, I don't think he's going to be one of the ones that he's doing better now. He's doing a little better, but I don't think he's going to be one of them that cheats up and gets into the playoffs. I think he's just going to keep getting L's. Not, maybe not his fault, but he just he he just won a slugfest. That's all I've been doing this season is winning slugfests of just low scoring Slug, fairs. To clarify, slugfest sounds like it's the MLB slugfest, the no, show, it's, it's you know. It's like a slobber this knocker. This is like a slobber knocker. This is a slobber knocker right yeah. here. A 63 to 71 win for Mac Rizzi. I've been there. I've done it. Uh, Andrew beat me in a slobber knocker mm. earlier in the year. Imagine where he'd be looking. Andrew, where would you be looking right now if he didn't beat me that week? Maybe it'd be a lot of different stories. Uh, that defensive question coming back. I'd probably be fighting Charlie for last place. Yeah, so, so hey, at least if you can win the slobber knockers, you can get out of last place. So you mm. got that going for you. But, yeah, I, I don't feel <laughs> great about Matt's team. I think he can make moves and keep moving up, but I just don't think he's going to make enough moves to get to where he needs to get. You know, and uh, just to piggyback off that, we'll again go right back to me because <laughs> Mac Rizzio is my number seven. So not a lot of uh, change between the three of us right now. Seems like we're staying pretty even. Uh, Mac Rizzio is my number seven. Similar reasons. We've talked to him about him before. I think he does have the ability to make good trades and, and move up here. But right now, I don't see this as a championship roster. I don't see this as a team that I think will have the ability – and this roster does not seem to me like a team that's ready to win the championship. Because when you win the championship, you need stud running backs, you need stud wide receivers. And right now, David Johnson isn't uh, isn't exactly going to be cutting it as your RB1. Even when Mostert and Sanders come back, they haven't exactly shown that they're the studs that might be able to carry your championship. When they're all there together, maybe. But when it's just people getting injured right and left like this and Mike Evans showing up and disappearing, we got to see a bit more. Yeah, I agree. I got Nothing else really to say about that. Uh, Andrew, do we skip any of your numbers? I know we're kind of going speed here. We're at number seven five. right now. I I think – I believe I'm the last person to give a number seven. Uh, my number seven is my cousin and lookalike friend, JP. Ooh. Like I said, maybe a little higher ranked than you should be, but I, think record I have faith in okay. you. JP. Yeah, I well that and like I I actually do firmly believe that you could like one game's going to be the difference between you either making or missing the playoffs. So you're like I think seven's a good spot because I feel like you could you're right on the cusp. 
you know? Yeah, I, I get that. I am. Um, I agree with that. I know my team is very volatile right now. They're just getting in this shape. Um, and then I get hit with another injury, but whatever, that's fine. And buys are killing me, but I think it's all about luck More with my COVID. team and just getting to the possibility of getting to playoffs when C-Mac comes back. So I agree. And I appreciate you not putting me at number 10, like the finals projection on ESPN.com that has not changed since draft day. You're welcome. Get together, ESPN. I have won four games, and it still has not moved me. But whatever, that's fine. <laughs> and JP, you're kind of the king of the slobber knockers right now, yeah. you know, not with the most points scored in the league, but nonetheless, four and two, you cannot wish for a better record going into uh, getting McCaffrey back. Hopefully, knock on wood, yeah. shortly. Um, you know, it's going to be a, t- a tough sledding right now with DeAndre Swift and the Michael P. Ryan uh, heading up your running back core. But yeah, I didn't want P. Ryan. Let me just, let me just say that. I wasn't looking for that. That's better than Frank Gore, I think. You, you like Josh Allen. You like the wild receivers. Definitely a lot to like about this team. And, uh, you know, I think with reinforcement for McCaffrey, the best player in fantasy football last year uh, coming back, I think you have a, a, a very solid shot right now. And uh, I have you. My, my, my oh, and, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Rodrigo Rocket Ship himself, Colt Star Kicker Goggles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The magical powers of goggles. Uh, but I'm just saying that I think losing Sutton and Kenny Galladay for the start of the season and C-Mac, this is the best possible scenario that I could have seen. I think it's – I think now Matt's starting to scrape back, but I think he – if he had this luck, he might be 5-1 and one or whatnot right there with Mark. But it, it's been good luck. I appreciate it, and I'm going to try to take that luck. And when my team comes all back together – Try to be a force oh, yeah. by the time I get to the playoffs. Love the force. Uh, two-time championships of uh, the Camp Fansville League. Just uh, not going to brag. Or Camp Flag Football League. Not going to brag too much about it. But. Yeah, I did I did referee, and I saw some shady stuff. But we'll leave that behind there. Anyway, JP, who you got at number seven? Yeah, I, I still do my have my number seven. And let me tell you, I got Jack as my number seven. Jack. And I'm just – I'm not liking – Nicky and I talked about this, mm-hmm. and last week he lost to me. He only put up 64 points, not 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 anything he did. Um, I beat him, and it is because the Chiefs went all run all the time. And if you listen to the interviews, you know what they said? You know What, what did they say, my friend? And Patrick Mahomes, they said, hey, if they're going to start playing us like that and locking down our defenders, I mean our, our wide receivers, and letting us run the ball, we're going to run the ball. And they just got Le'Veon Bell. And if that's successful, I think more teams are going to do that because they saw with the Bills. The Bills had a chance. They just looked terrible. There was a bad Absolutely game for them. Terrible. It was rainy or whatever. Josh Allen was not um, consistent or accurate, but he could have um, he could have pulled it out. So I think every team is just going to sell out to stop Patrick Mahomes, and then they're going to run all over him. But you know what's the problem with that is? Give me with it. Is that that means Patrick Mahomes? Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman, who at least is out of the lineup now, so that's good because you got to get him out of there for until later. But he's going to lose a lot of points to Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and that's two. That that pairing was why he got he got placed so high in the power rankings before, but now he doesn't have that. So I don't know if Aaron Jones, you know, he'll pop off for four touchdowns here and there. DK Metcalf's good. Austin Hooper's not that great, but he's okay. Jared McKinnon, who knows what – he's not consistent right now, but he he could be good. But it's just a lot of question marks, and I don't know if he loses that big 
touchdown production for Mahomes and Tyreek Hill if he's going to be able to push past towards playoffs. I don't don't know. Yeah, this is a team that um, I have ranked a bit higher, but not too much. So we're we're, we're close here. Um, I think that the reason why I feel like I'm a bit higher is probably just because of the star power of Aaron Jones and Kareem Hunt. You know, I always say that having a stud running back is one of the most important things in carrying to the championship. And I think Aaron Jones is maybe not one of the best, but one of the most touchdown. Uh, he has a nose for the, nose for the zone, nose mm-hmm. for the end zone. And uh, I think Kareem Hunt with Chubb out and even with Chubb in has shown to be a solid, uh, solid fantasy running back. Will he maintain the same caliber once uh, Chubb does come back? Maybe not. But I'm confident that Jack will be able to uh, ride this wave enough to get to the playoffs just based off some of the star power. Although, like you said, nerfing this team with the Mahomes-Hill stack is going to be pretty tough there. Andrew, final thoughts on number seven before we go on to number six. I don't have any final thoughts. All right. <laughs> my 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 thoughts were my only thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I thought, and now I'm done thoughting, thinking. Are you looking to buy or sell a house and your name's not Nikki Harrington, who's too cool to use Zach Tax as a real estate agent? Call Zach Tax Realty. We're here to help you out. You can score a touchdown by using me as a reference. And the extra point is that part of my commission will go straight towards Camp I Am Special. Call me at 904-310-8051. And go football. All righty. And we are back with our number six, number six. picks right now. And, uh, you know, my number six is coming close to home because it is home, a.k.a. Father Ron's Eagle Puppets, a.k.a. Me, I have me as my number six. I like my team. I do. Um, I don't think I'm going to do too much trades, but I do think the problem with my team is that right now I don't have the star running back that, like I always talk about, mm-hmm. um, to really carry you to the championship. But um, I, I don't know, Josh Jacobs. He's he's a stud, but like, is he Camara Studley? Um, I do like the Michael Thomas trade that I recently acquired and George Kittle, Robbie Anderson. You know, I really like this. James Robinson's off the waiver wire. So I like this team a lot, but I put myself at number six just because I haven't broken through that threshold to have that really boom week. I've scored between 92 and like 109 points every week consistently. And I have not yet broken that 120 threshold that I think you really have to do to become a championship team. Uh, Nikki, let me stop you right there because I can right tell there. you. That we both are doing the same thing. And the same thing is that we always put ourselves at number six, the last spot in the playoffs, because we feel good about our team and our positioning. And we don't want to be too, you know, like too greedy, too, too. We need to be modest. So we always put ourselves in the last bit. We want to say we're good. We don't want to say we're too much. So I have to say that we have to throw out our own selves. Oh, uh, okay. Because I'm, I put myself at number six. So I'm not going to put myself higher. I'm not going to put myself lower. Right. You don't want to jinx yourself. You don't want anti-jinx yourself. Mm-mm. So you put yourself right in the middle and just let it ride, ride the wave of karma. So, you know, with that being said, I like your team. And mm-hmm. I think that you are just being safe with it. I know mm-hmm. you think you're just higher than that. I know you feel better about your team than number six. Because of the trades you made and whatnot, and you just had some bad luck, and you faced some teams that popped off, of course. But you're still in a very good position, as you said, three and three. You're gonna be fine, and you just need to get these players back and get them playing, just like Michael Thomas. You gotta get him back and start him playing, and then once you do that, I think you're gonna be fine. Oh, so I think you're gonna be okay. Thanks for your kind words. I put myself as number six. 
because I think that, you know, I'm there. I, I'm just going off what my what my schedule is right now, and I have four and two. That gives me a little lead on a lot of people in the mm-hmm. league. And knowing that the three and three teams and two and four and them, they keep fighting each other. They keep yeah. fighting. And there's infighting, and more teams are going to go three and three, three and four, four and three, and it's just going to slowly go up, up, down, down, and it's just everyone's going to be right in that mosh pit. So it's just good to get ahead of the pack. Am I gonna? How am I gonna perform in the playoffs? That's not what we're ranking right here. That's I'm right. just saying, are we getting the playoffs? And I really do believe with mine that I don't want to be too much, but I really do believe that I might be the last person in the playoffs just because of the lead I have to get there. My favorite thing about your team, JP, has to be the fact that your wide receivers and quarterback we talked a bit about that. Josh Allen's a true stud, and Galladay and Robinson are two wide receivers who I think are easily top twenty, uh, probably higher. And then, of course, you have McCaffrey coming off the bench to be reinforcements. So I think between those factors, I have a good feeling about you. I have you ranked a little bit higher than six. Um, but uh, maybe, like you said, that uh, Andrew has the most accurate uh, view of us. Since yeah. you're, you're right, we both probably underestimate ourselves just because we don't want any of those pesky curses. You know, we've all dealt with them. We've all yeah. lived them. And uh, we don't want those to happen. So, Andrew, who do you have at number six? Yeah, I uh, – I- Obviously, I well, not obviously, I guess, but I don't have either of you at number six. Uh, ah. I stated I had JP at number seven, and Nikki, I actually I have you ranked a little bit higher. Uh, I, okay, I think it's pretty confirmed that that you're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, but my number six is pretty close to rankings that y'all had. Uh, I have Colson sitting at number six. Coleslaw. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it. He's a little sneaky, See, and, and he likes to talk crap, but I, I think he's going to be able to sneak on in there right at the very end. But I, I don't know if him and JP are going to make it. I kind of, I get a feeling that they're going to be fighting for that last spot in the playoffs. The recently changed name from Short Neck Buzzers to AB's Wild Ride. He also changed his photo, not once, but twice, because yeah, it used to be AB twerking. And while this podcast has been recorded, he now has Antonio Brown drop kicking the, I believe it's the Browns punter. Yeah, it was the, it was the kickoff specialist. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> and he, he really, he kicked him right in the face. <clears throat> and he, I think he got a, a penalty for that. Yep. There's a hefty run back that he was doing that. I think yeah. he did he score a touchdown on that. He might have scored a touchdown. He didn't score a touchdown. Ah. He got he got tackled. But it, it's By one the of the lasting limitages. And I think this is a new a new attitude for his team. He's coming out of his shell. And, you know, if he's going to take Antonio Brown, if he's going to take that moniker, he's in for a wild ride. That's right. He's got to have to. He's gonna have to kick some of those bad habits. And I think he's gonna have to wear some socks. Yeah, to make sure he doesn't get uh, you know frost up his feet. We'll just hope that Antonio Brown's helmet is good this season. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he's wearing his mask. You gotta believe he's gonna have something and, to say about that. And luckily, he's not gonna play Aim every week. He's so, not. Hey. He's not. That's very true. That's very true. Um. So JP, you said your number six was yourself. My number six was yeah. me. Uh, Andrew, yours was Cole Slaw. So I guess you're number five, which yeah, for and me. I'll, I'll go with number five. Maybe with it. Go yeah, because I have Cole Slaw as my number five. Cole Slaw Perry. So let me go to what I feel about Cole Slaw. And I think that I know we differed on this. And I said mm. before, I feel like he's going to get into the playoffs. I disagree with uh, Andrew in thinking that he's not going to make like that. It's going to be between me and him. I don't think that's the, the person I'll be fighting. I think it's a quad of people. I think we have it's going to be Colson, Charles, Grizio. Jack, myself, and Joe possibly all fighting for. So that's, in your opinion, the the next tier. I think that's the mid tier. Okay. I think that's definitely the mid tier, and I I could see Eamon cheating down a little bit because mm-hmm. he's if Will Fuller gets hurt, like he said, he could start hurting again. But 
I I feel like that's the team. That's really the teams that are fighting for the playoffs right okay. now. And it's going to come down to it. And with how close it's been, that pack's going to stay the same mm-hmm. there. So the only reason I feel good about myself getting the playoffs is because I'm ahead of a lot of those teams. And with that being said, but back to back to his, his yeah, Colesaw's team. He's got Russell Wilson. He's mm. one of the best fantasy players in the Stun. game. James Conner has been consistent as long as he can stay healthy. For sure. But he's got Ronald Jones is peaking right now. He's starting to run. He's starting to look like the, the player he's supposed to be. I think Chris Godwin has talent and can rebound back. He's got to just get these out of the way, get these bad games out of the way. Calvin Ridley, I love Calvin Ridley. I don't like his team. I don't like him as a person. But I love how he's playing this year. Um, Jimmy Graham is a great backup for Jonu Smith, who he also has. They have Latavius Murray that I don't love starting him, but he is getting a lot of good carries in and there. And it's just, it's just you have Antonio Brown just in case he gets signed and starts playing. Who knows what that's all about? Alan Zardin IR. That's strange. I don't know about Alan Zardin IR because Devontae Adams is going to be back by the time Alan Devontae Zardin Adams is back. back. Yeah, he's, he's back by the time he's doing it. Rashad not going to do that much either. But it's just, I just think it's set up. It's set up pretty well. Okay. And if they can stay healthy and Nick Chubb comes back nicely, then I think he's got a really high-powered team. I think the thing that Colson has going for him is that he's a very good manager. Mm-hmm. And I think that Colson, you know, unlike Mike Webb, will make the, the moves he needs to make to really uh, set his team up for success. But so his, his it's downfall, not the finished product. His downfall is that he plays for the future, not the present. Well, but can he play for the future right now, though? Because I look at these players, and I don't see a lot of players that are, like, the high upside, flashy, trade tradable players that he used to have. Like, if he trades away Ronald Jones, who definitely has been good, mm-hmm. you know, are you really that concerned about, like, is that that big of a loss for this team? I don't see any player on this team – that is so important to the team that I feel like, oh, Colson traded so-and-so, this team's over. So I feel like, I don't know, I, and I also think that Colson's a little bit gun-shy. You know, you look at his trades this year, has he made any? I think he's a little bit gun-shy, which is a good thing right now because he has a good team right now, and maybe making some trades wouldn't be in his best interest. Um, so I, I, I agree. Uh, I have Colson, like I said, at nine, um, but I definitely think that he's in that bubble, like you said, in that tier where he could easily – jump right on up there the the record i think is a big a big factor in his lower ranking but you can't forget there was no preseason and some of these players are still working through you know Mm -hmm. working through the cobwebs and everything you see in dj Moore, you see in a bunch of players in this league that they are not playing up to their standards because it's so starting it's so weird out there but as the season goes on these players that have had that success are going to get stronger and i think that is a good 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 sign for his team yeah okay all righty yeah so that's your number five my number five is going to go to Autobots roll out Jack Waitrovich. I haven't made in the playoffs. You know, I was high on this team last episode. I even made the bold prediction that Jack would go 2-0 since week four. In that time, he's actually gone 0-2. Yeah, so, not, great. Uh, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. But uh, I do think this team has the ability to go the distance. Although, like you had mentioned before, that Chiefs argument that you said is, is very valid. Are the Chiefs changing? Because they, they – they might have to. Yeah. They might have to. So I think that's a very fair argument. He could definitely be lower. I think he is in that tier, you said, especially because he's two and four. Puts him at a big disadvantage. Andrew, who do you have at number five? Oh, I'm about to get shot in the foot. Oh, man. I have everybody's least favorite, Michael Webb. Oh, wow. God. We got a new Michael Webb truther here. Goodness gracious, <laughs> well, Andrew. Don't, 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 throw, that on, don't throw that on me. 
Okay. You, you back him up. No, last he's. You take the crown. You take yeah. the. You take the duffel bag. You can have the t-shirt. I don't want the duffel bag. You bed. know he hasn't <laughs> washed it in years. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. And and I don't no, know what compelled good. me to do this. This gentleman threw stuff out there the other night, and not ten seconds later said, "Oh, I don't even know. I'm not even watching the game." So, oh. well, it's, it, so at least this won't make his head big. So, because he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. So. That's true. That's true. So, Not a listener. I mean, shit on a lot, so I can't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very true. He probably did listen at first. But I mean, he has <laughs> a back. decent team, honestly. Like, I we're not looking at this week, obviously, because we're talking down the road at the playoffs. This week, he's screwed. He's got a shitload of buys, but he actually like he has good players. So if they all mm-hmm. show up and he puts the points up, I don't. I didn't really look into his schedule and see what his schedule is like. But if I mean. He has a good chance, I think, of definitely making the playoffs. He's not going to be like, obviously, one, two, three. Otherwise, I would have ranked him there. But I think he's going to be in the end at like five or six. I think he's going to make it in there. Wow. So this would be big. So what has did Mike Webb make the playoffs? He made it two years ago, didn't he? He's made the playoffs before, I believe. I think he has made the playoffs. He is, so he's he's had he's had success before. Um, but uh, you know, I I I disagree a bit here with you, Andrew. And I, don't agree at all. I I think that the depth is my biggest problem with it. Although I will say, I thought it was hilarious how Eamon, you know, who we haven't even gotten to yet, who so it seems like we're all in agreement that he's uh, one of the better teams in the league. Eamon comes out and says in the group me, Clyde Edwards-Alaire running for his job. <laughs> a very innocuous comment, you know. Clyde's having a great day, yeah. <laughs> and Michael Webb. No, he's not. <laughs> nothing, nothing else. Nothing it. besides that. And then Amy just confused as to why this is all happening. And then you find out Mike comes to the gym. He's not watching the game. Uh, like, oh, this is no big deal. It's just one of those. It's a beautiful thing. That's Nikki, I'd, l- I'd like it to really point is. out your comment was priceless. <laughs> You're so like, right. Amen could say something so vague, like the sky is blue. And Webb will reply, well, not all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Like, what's going on there? Like, what's the silver thing rivalry? Are you different. seeing the sunset, Amy? Come on. Oh, goodness gracious. Besides that, you said a very, very funny, silly antidote. I'm I'm looking at, at Mike Webb's team, and let me tell you something. His team looks kind of like my team. Ooh. But you know what the difference is between ours? Christian McCaffrey. No, not just that. I have actual players that come back on the IR oh. that are going to help my team. You know who he has on the IR? Who's he have? Tariq Dan Cohen. Tariq mm. Cohen's not coming back this year. You have two IR slots. He hasn't really used one of them since Tariq Cohen's not coming back. I don't know why he has them on there. There's no reason to. If all the players in, like, free agency, you see all the people on IR, why not get, like, a good person that's not coming back? Yeah. Why not get, like, you know, Cortland Sutton or, you know, any of the big players? Why does he have him there? It doesn't make sense to me. So whatever. He's not – I've yelled enough about Michael Webb. I don't need to yell more. We, we all have kind of talked a lot about this fella, and we talked a bit about him earlier. Right now, Baker Mayfield's on his bench. He's ranked 26. That's out of 32, you know? So that's not exactly great depth there. There's better QBs out there. And Jack Doyle has tiny hands. Jack Doyle, baby hands Doyle, you know? He has a hurt finger and everything, you know? And and Waller, the baller, the walrus, he, he's coming back, and he's going to be looking good. You know what this team But I just don't see a star. You know what this team Who? Mo Alley freaking Cox. That's who he's missing. Mm. He's the largest man in fantasy football. He needs him on his team stat. Take Cameron Brady. 
Get him out of there. He's shoot him off to the moon points. on the Rodrigo Blankenship. Why is he in the I can't even talk about it anymore. Well, and see, and see, is this something that we should talk about, though, is that it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday night at the time we're recording this. Where's, the game starts tomorrow. You know, you ha- you should have your lineup ready by Thursday. And the worse he's doing, the more he's straying away. From mm-hmm. Exactly. He's so hard now. He's not doing as well. Are we going to see an avalanche here? You know, a snowball effect that's going to happen. And and that's something I think to watch with Michael Wood because we do know no one rides his, his highs higher and his lows lower. Because what – What's his recent activity? What was that? He's lost three. Uh, he lost three or last four, four is what we looked yeah. up. Three or last four for so Michael Webb. So Charlie and Andrew can scrape the work together. But he's three and three, you know, and that mm-hmm. gets you all the way tied, all the way up to, like, second place up there, third place. So he's on the tipping point right now. Oh, yeah. If he loses another game, then we're then we're ringing the alerts right now. I think he's going to medal in the middle, and, you know, he'll be okay. But if he loses another game, I think he's going to start sliding. He's not going to care anymore, and that's going to be the end of Mike Webb. Oh, okay. I agree. And that's that why one. we say RIP to the Mike Webb hype. Mm. Karen's revenge tour is ending. Or Karen's wedding party. I'm sorry. Mike Webb's revenge tour is ending. And now for my number four, I think we called it a number five. Is that correct? We're I all going to so. wrap. And so number four for me is the man, the myth, the grandpa, JP Ortiz coming in at number four. That's me. I think for me, the biggest thing about this team that I really like is just McCaffrey coming back and the wide receivers and Josh Allen. You know, running backs make me want to throw up a little bit. Yeah, they, but they that's why you have McCaffrey. Hey, I and got so, Swift now, though. You, Swift might do something. Sorry about that. That was the old Alexa going off. That was Libby. Siri <laughs> or something. But um, anyway, yeah, so back to JP. I love McCaffrey coming back. I love the wide receivers. Um, the running backs aren't great. DeAndre Swift showed up better than we all thought he would. Um, so that that's that's big going forward. Can he maintain that? We'll see. But uh, I definitely think that just based off the fact that you have two wide receivers, which are top 10, 20-ish wide receivers, Josh Allen, top five QB, and McCaffrey coming off the bench, who will be a top uh, running back. I think that puts you in a good spot alongside your record, which I think that I've put very highly in my stock of this, this fantasy power. Yeah, yeah. I think that based off being four and two, we'd always talk about the log jam last couple of weeks. The logjam hasn't really sorted itself out. And so when you're a game ahead, that's a big game, especially when every step we're getting closer and closer. And having McCaffrey back down the line, I think you can't overstate the importance of that. I thank you for your consideration from the Academy. Um, I, I have talked on my team already. I feel okay about them. They're they're good. I have a really good base. I just need to get Christopher McCaffrey back in there and start seeing how this team's going to gel and how if I can pat, push past that 90 barrier and just get higher and get to the hundreds. And if I can start getting that consistently, because I got pretty consistent, except for last week, not, not this past week, but the one before that where just everything went off the rails mm-hmm. with buys and injuries, whatever. That's an outlier. If I could, I've had high mid to high 80s mm-hmm. for the rest of them. And if I can get McCaffrey back with a 20 point or whatever, boom, that gets me over a hundred and I'm feeling good now. So I just need to see how that goes. But other than that, yeah, yeah, you know. Real quick, you're a Panthers fan, I and am. so I know you follow the team closely. I do. do you think there's any shot that McCaffrey gets any of his workload taken by Mike Davis's recent success? What are your thoughts? I think he might, but I also think what they're going to do is line him up more as a wide receiver mm, okay. with Mike Davis in the back. But then you have a do- dual threat, mm. and you already have Robbie Anderson out there, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel, because our, our tight end is not doing jack shit. Yeah. So we're not going to worry about Ian Thomas. But put all those weapons out there, what are you going to defend? 
And you have Matt Rule, who's a and Joe Brady, who are offensive minds. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about that. And I think that Mike Davis will still get some. Um, he's not going to get the points again now. But I think with McCaffrey getting receptions, he's still going to get the points that he needs. But yeah, I do think Mike Davis will still be a somewhat viable option for fantasy stuff. Non fantasy stuff, real fast. Robbie Anderson looks so good. And I don't and know what happened. <laughs> he broke the Adam Gates curse. He's so fun to watch. One of the big surprises and breakouts this year, in my opinion. Um, just, just, just a quick note. I, I, I think closely he's, he's fun to watch. Him. I am. I am. I love Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, James, uh, James Robinson, my team, big You know, although I've been fired. It's crazy. Who would have guessed that but, in the offseason uh, that Robbie Anderson and Teddy Bridgewater, mm, of all I people, know, would it, have it, really good chemistry? When you have really DJ Moore, is. who's like a great after the catch running guy, and it's starting to show up too. Yeah, Panthers are fun to watch. Yeah, they, they are fun to watch. If we only had more established players on the defense and working here on the defense, would be so much better. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot better than being like the Washington Red, Washington Capitals. <laughs> exactly, Washington Football Team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's better. They're the that's football team. Capitals are better. Uh, yeah, but let me let me see real quick. My number four is Nick Aaron All right, we, yeah, we hit team. on me a little bit already. Andrew, you want to go right into your number four? Sure thing. My number four is uh, Autobots roll out Jack Waitrovich. Jack Waitrovich. Huh. Jack Wait- we, we talked about you Jack a little bit already. So I think that, uneasy uh, with that pick. What is your problem? Why are you hating on Jack? I love Jack JP. I, I wasn't hitting on anything. I, was I have Jack at five. <laughs> oh, okay. I, my apologies. My apologies. No, no. I had Jack at number seven. Yeah. Um, I I will say that I was on autopilot for that last reaction. I'm not even sure what I said. Um, I was dealing with something else. I think a mongoose got in my house. This I had to really mongoose. quick get a broom and kick it out. It might have been a homeless man. I'm not sure. Mongoose, homeless man, same thing. Ricky Ticky Tabby. What's up with that? Who's read that in a while? Going back. Um. Yeah, so Jack, I have him a little lower at number seven, obviously. But, you know, I, I can see where it is. He has the Chiefs stack still, and he has good players. So and he's pretty consistent. I, I can see it. Yeah, he's consistent. He can put up good points. He's just part of that group that, you know, you don't know who's going to end up on top. But it could yeah, be him. that's true. And I think the other thing about Jack and the reason why I have him at five and not any higher is because of that two and four record. You have to look at that and see, like, this is going to be an uphill battle for him. He's going to have to play a perfect season from here on out if he really wants to, yeah. to break into the next level. Um, there's a big difference for me between four and two, three and three, and two and four. And don't even start on one and four. And then on the flip side, five and one, yeah. um, who we'll talk about <laughs> in a little bit. So I think that, you know, those five and ones and one and fives, I think they're in a really good spot heading into the second half of the season. Anyone else, like, I think is it about similar, but four and two and two and four. A little bit above and below, obviously. Um, but I agree that I think Jack's a really strong team. If his wins were any higher, I'd, I'd place him higher myself. And then it's five. Those wins are so tough. He's in, he's in a tough cabin, too. He is. Cabin C is so tough right now. And so you can you can attest to that. You're you're there. I hate my division, Cabin C. <laughs> Let me just start with that. Let me real quick, just, just for fun, another sidebar real fast. We can't do too many of these. But the Cabin C scores for points – uh, points for six. Or let me make sure I have it right up here. We have for points for we have Mark Turner has six twenty five. Amen, who's in cabin C or cabin D, has six oh six. And then other than that, everyone else I believe 
is cabin C up until cabin D as far as the next highest. So six out of the seven scorer, highest scores are all in cabin C. Ridiculous division right yeah. now. Yeah, and, and the thing is that you play each other. It seems like early on the mm-hmm. season, you play your own division a lot. So you're going to see us who have gone ahead and gone farther ahead, like um, not Mark, because Mark has somehow come out almost unscathed. With I, don't, I don't get it. But you're going to see more Joe, myself, like we're going to be playing more in the other division now, and you're going to see us take some L's. So it's going to be even more muddled in the middle. Amos starting to score a lot of points, but mm-hmm. he's also in the other division. He's going to start having tougher games coming up. It's going to be like it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Um, speaking of fights, I think round number three, the okay. bronze medal for who has been third seed in the playoffs, just missing that coveted by Joe Truss. You know, no longer the rookie. Um, I have Campole's Revenge at number three. I think that this team, though they scored pretty poorly in the last game, this team is making somewhat good moves. But uh, overall, I think I like the Camara, best running back in the NFL or in fantasy right now. Um, and then you also have Devontae Adams. So that star power alone, I think, gives him a really good shot. Yeah, I, I like him. I don't have him as my number three. I have him as my number two. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're getting close to the top, so we can just say whatever. Yep. Um, he has good team, but once again, there's two things here. Him with him. He's been kissed by the baby angel mm. of fantasy gods. Um, yep. He has very good luck right now, and he's, you know, that's paved his way to get a nice little lead, just like I do. But the other thing, the other sneaky thing? I mean, it was a- he's going to have a Kamara. And Alvin Kamara is the number one running back in fantasy. And if you have the number one running back in fantasy, what happens? You get the dub. You get the dub. You know, I, and this is a bit behind the scenes, I begged Joe for Alvin Kamara for about a week, sending trades that, you know, um, some were better than others for Mm -hmm. sure. But I think that we got got close. We almost had something. But it was literally a week. Joe made me work for it. And then it was was after that that we ended up uh, trading for Michael Thomas instead. But, uh, you know, Joe was wise to not give up Kamara. But the one issue I have with Joe's team, the one issue, is I do not love the depth on this team. I think Kamara goes down or Devontae Adams goes down. I don't know who's replacing them. And I think when you look at a championship team, you have to slot in the fact that there are going to be injuries, unfortunately. You know, this is a very physical game. And so I think a lot of teams, you know, unless you're five and one, you can afford to not have depth. Yeah. But if you're uh, four and two like Joe and, and not had the best luck so far and not have the most points for, then I think he he has that obstacle to worry about. I'd love to see him get a little more depth, which you can get. He's a, he's a smart trader. Can he package some people up for some upgrades? We'll see. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see. But Kamara and Adams, I think, alone just really carry this team. Yeah, it's just you, you look at those running backs. Right. And they're, they're scary. You know, Devin Singletary, now Jack Moss is back. And that's going to cut into his production. You have Alan Kamara, of course, holding the whole thing together. But the fact that you have to trade me for this man right here. Which man is that for the listeners at home? Mm. Frank Gore? You traded me for Frank Gore? I was about to drop him. You traded me? I'll take Michael Gallup, who also is probably droppable. But the fact that I could trade Frank Gore, that's like when the Jaguars trade Nick Foles. (laughs) To the Bears for something. You're like, you're giving me something. We're about to send this guy home. (laughs) What what are you talking about? We're about to crush this boy. And he says he the whole season at 28. Joe said that he bet that he would get one touchdown. Did you get that touchdown last week? I do not believe so. No, he didn't get the touchdown. And oh, all right, so you have him, but that's fine. And I got it. In a pinch, I used him, and he got me 
three to six points. That's fine. A You're solid getting, three to six that's points. A, that's though. a floor and a ceiling that are very close together. But mm-hmm. hey, you know who else he's got? Who? Rex Burkhead. Oh, wow. Legendary Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, who I feel. Clutch my pearls. Is, um, he's had that 27-point game, so that's cool. The Chase Claypool of the running back room. Yeah, but he had 1.4 after that, and it's the Patriots. You can't rely on any of these guys, and I just I just don't like that. I don't like that at all, but hey, he's got the luck. He's got the baby's kiss, and he's got Alvin Kamara, so I can't Sometimes say that that's much. all you need is a yeah. good baby's kiss and Alvin Kamara. I can't say that much, and from that, I'm going to move on and say, hey, he's my number two. Oh, well. But you know, Amy with it. Who's my number three? Who? Amen. Amen Webb, the superior fantasy football playing web. Yeah. How is. the turntables have turned. How they have. Um, you know, I, I, he has a very good team. He's putting up points right now. I can't put him as number one. I don't trust him. You don't trust him. I said he, he's akin to Will Fuller. Will Fuller, he's doing great. What's going to happen? He might get hurt. He might disappear. And I think the same thing with his team right here. Kanon Drake was looking rough before this week. He was, he looking was. rough. He had that. Joe Mixon has looked rough this year, too. DeAndre Hopkins has been consistent. He's your number seven. Wolf Fuller has been consistent this year. He's okay. Don Schultz is doing something. T. Higgins is a good young guy. But these guys are the ones that can fall behind real quick. And I'm just, I'm, I'm worried for him. I'm worried for him. Yeah, I also have Amian Webb ranked in the top three, obviously, for myself. Um, I have him a little bit higher. I won't spoil where. Um, but I, 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 I like this team a lot. I really do. Um, I think the wide receivers are all fantastic. Um, I think that oh, – I guess outside of T. Higgins um, right now. I think that Cooper Cup, I, I think, will bounce back. But he can't really be trusted too, too much. But D-Hop and Will Fuller, I think, are – they're about as good of a wide receiver core as you can come. Imagine if they were on the same team. Can you imagine? If you had, like, say, Deshaun Watson with DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller on the same team, that would be insane. Insane. You have to be stupid to mess that up. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Or out of a job. Yeah, gosh. You can't imagine that feeling. But Deshaun Watson seems like he's got his swagger back. It'll be interesting to see. And I think this team will rise and fall with Kenyon Drake. You know, Eamon ended up with that three wide receivers in the first three rounds. He ended up trading away Devontae Adams. I think he – who else? He traded away another stud wide receiver, too. Um but uh, ends up with Kenyon Drake and Joe Mixon as his RB1s. And I think that th- they're good, but can they sustain? We always, I, I've said it a million times, and I'll say yeah, it again. Please. You need a stud running back. And are Kenyon Drake and Joe Mixon that? Because Joe Mixon had one really good game. Kenyon Drake had one really good game. Yeah. That's great for that week. But can they do it the rest of the way? I think he might be able to. I think they might be able to, which is why I have them ranked a little bit higher than this. But, again, this is, I think for me, this is where another tier jumps up for me. This we're now we're in the four and twos and above, and we have some really good teams here. Yeah, I just, uh, it's just that depth that scares me. So coming in at my number three spot, I have my good friend and co-host, Mr. Nikki Harrington. Mm, I like that guy. Well, me too. And, and Nikki, like, I know you ranked yourself in the middle because you don't want to be too optimistic. I, uh, what did you rank him at again, JP? I ranked him at a healthy number four. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, you're definitely up there. And I think it shows you've consistently put up 90-plus every week so far this season. Now, I know we're only halfway, but, I mean, still, putting up 90-plus points for half the season is really good. So, I think you have a really good shot 
of ending right in the middle of the the pack heading into the and ooh jeez ending right in the middle of the pack heading into the playoffs and I, and I got to be honest Andrew I want this I want it bad <laughs> I've been preparing you. for this for years not for years but literally since baseball ended I've been listening to 2 hours of podcast a day and I'm hoping it pays off. I think I've made decent moves. I'm not going to suggest the podcast because I don't want anyone else to listen to them. Well, obviously, it's one podcast. Anyone. <laughs> but uh, I want this bad, and I'm hoping to, that we can uh, we can have a double champion, especially from the garbage time group. Yep. Well said. <laughs> All right. So our number ones and twos are pretty similar, I believe. Yeah. And we've talked about Eamon Webb. JP, you kind of start him off at number three. For yeah. me, he's actually my number one. And I talked about why I love this team. I think he has the 4-2 record. I think he has a good squad um, and, and some good depth. Not perfect depth, but decent depth to boot. But my number two, and I think that your number – He's my number one. And, Andrew, where do you have our champion from last year, Mark Turner? Uh, he's also my number one. And he's my number two. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, prepare to have a healthy serving of Crow. Get the foot out of your mouth because we have to talk right now because we had all ranked Mark Turner at number 12 entering the season. And Mark Turner, he averages the highest highest points. He has the best record. Every time someone goes down on this team, someone else steps up. Dak Prescott, number one QB in the NFL, averaging something ridiculous like 40 points a game. He hurts and he breaks his ankle. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it's over for Mark. Todd Gurley steps up, has a couple of great games. Derrick Henry, 38 points in standard scoring. Are you kidding me? Then you have a CeeDee Lamb trade who's starting to break out. You have Tyler Boyd who's averaging about eight points, nine, ten points Sandy. a game. This is a team that has the ability – to really go the distance. And does he have the best people on his bench? No. But he does have Adam Thielen, you know, a top wide receiver, a top running back, and a top, a decent-ish QB. Is he going to win every game from here on out? No. But he is 5-1, and one, and he is in the driver's seat in control of his own fate as we head down the stretch of the season. You cannot ask for a better start of the season than Mark Turner's had, and a great slap in the face for us here, here yeah. over at Garbage Time. He, he just keeps stumbling on gems here and there. Like, we can sit here and nitpick everything that's happened, but just look at the stat. Look at the stats. Points for 625. It's not like he's been had an easy road. Points against 624, the second highest points against, and he is number one. He is five and one, lost one game. That's insane. Like, if you look at his record from last year and this year, he's lost what? And I don't know if it's on my head. I don't remember his record last year, but maybe like three or four games. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. The amount of insanity that this is. And we're a good league. I like to think. Yeah, we are. Know, I consider myself a good fans. Well, I consider you and I consider Andrew. But, and here's Mark Turner rolling over all of us. What is he doing right? I don't get it. It's it's some sort of dark juju, you know. He's got the good juju, unlike Andrew's yeah. bad juju. Like <laughs> this is this is I, I don't know. I'm running out of words to describe the amount of awe that I have over this team and how Mark keeps doing this with the team. That he There's drives. only he one explanation, guys. There's only one explanation. Get me with it, please. His wife does fantasy for him. Think wow. of it. They were engaged last year, and he won. They're married now, and he might win again. It's got to be her. 
This is other a very good point. Nickies are notoriously good at fantasy football. Yep. This is and, and that's a really good point, Andrew. He was good last year from the second he got engaged onwards. Yeah, I remember sending that right. text. Congratulations. And holy cow, from then on, is Nikki playing for Mark? Ooh. Gosh. Or could he be driven by the power of love mm. forward to victory every time? But then when does that fade? When will that that that's not there forever? Obviously, it faded pretty quickly because I'm not winning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I, I look at his stats. He scored over 100 points for one time. You know what happened that one time? What happened? He scored 70 points, and Jack scored 172 points. So the one time that he had a bad week, the other person wasted a blow-up yeah. week on him. So even his losses are the best possible way to yep. lose. Because even if like, he had I, a great I, week, he still would have lost. Yeah, and, and he didn't waste his players. He wasted – because everyone has that bad week yep. coming. Everyone always has a bad week coming, and he blew the – he got his top blown off, and we thought, oh, Mark's just going to suck. No, he's right here winning four straight now. I, I have not seen anything like this. He has stayed consistent, close to 110 or above 110. I don't even know. I just don't get it. You know, I, I like to think of this like numbers. You know, yeah. I've run the numbers. This is not possible. What's happening no. But here we are, six weeks in, Mark's 5-1 and one with the team that drafted three QBs. Yep. You know, drafted three QBs, rostered two tight ends, including Chris that. Hernan and Tyler Eifert for a while. I don't get it. Don't but get here it. he is. He's doing it. He keeps on doing it. It's – it's. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. He's got to taste the victory, and he just won't let it go. Respect. 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 All righty, so those are our power rankings. If you don't like it, make sure to tweet at us, hashtag garbage time, um, unless they're negative, in which case, don't you dare. <laughs> and we're going to finish off with some real quick trade breakdowns. We have the five of the biggest trades, in our opinion, from the past past uh, couple months. Yeah, we're going to yeah. try not Just to rehash some of the old ones. And we're going to look back and see who we think won the trade as of right now. Some things have changed, obviously, so we'll see who did what. And so, uh, JP, I think you have them queued up over there. We're just going to give a simple, oh, Jack won, oh, Charles won, and figure out uh, what, what happened here. So let's let's go ahead. Um, as, as we said, the example, mm-hmm. we always have that example trade. So why not throw our, my trade, my one and only trade? All righty. As I said before, my trading post is It closed. was very boring. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Honey. Mm-hmm. Um. But as I said, I'm I'm done trading. I got my one trade out of there. They're my injury real season. It was me trading Frank Gore to Joe for Michael Gallup. All righty. So um, it was a trash trade. Mm-hmm. I think we were both close to throwing the throwing the players into the bin. I didn't realize how dire Joe's running back needs were. Obviously, at that point, didn't but help hey, him too much. It didn't help him too much. He did not get that touchdown I was looking for. So I think I won that one just because Michael Gallup has scored a touchdown this season. Not only that, he's eclipsed, almost eclipsed Frank Gore's whole total of points, fantasy points, in the season in one game. So I'll just say I won that one, but that's how it goes. We'll say the trade, and then we'll say if we think who we think won looking at yeah. hindsight 2020, and that's how we'll do it. Okay. So let's go on with the first trade. All righty. First trade, we had Charlie trading Michael Thomas and Big Ben Roethlisberger for Matt Carrizio's TJ Hawkinson, Devontae Freeman. Leonard Fournette and Mike Davis. 
Nikki, do you know what the word fleeced means? Um, I believe it means that you had something stolen from you. I believe it comes from the Greek story of how the <laughs> golden fleece was removed from the and stolen by our Greek heroes and taken away from the monsters that were guarding it. And uh, that golden fleece's healing powers. In this case, Matt getting Michael Thomas and Big Ben for a bunch of trash players. Yeah. Is what fleeced is because Matt robbed him blind. You could you could take um you could take Big Ben out of it and mm-hmm. it's still a macro win here. And Mike Davis, he's good, but he's not gonna be the starter for the whole season. There's an expiration date, and nothing matters in the regular season if you get to the playoffs, you don't have your good best players. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, who's still a backup, and Ron Jones is popping out. So now he's gone. TJ Hawkinson has been let down this year. Devontae Freeman has been as good as he should have been because he was out of the league. So it's just you you got completely and totally taken advantage of. Matt wins every time, mm-hmm. all the time. Charlie didn't know what was happening, and that's a big reason why Charlie's going to hold right now. Real NFL talk. Is Leonard Fournette good? Because I don't think so. Uh, I thought he was in the Jags, but seeing how well James Robinson's running and seeing how poorly Fournette is and running and how injured he is, you know, like you you got to think that he's if not he, long if for a was, starter in the NFL. If he was good. He would have gotten the starting job by now. There you go. And I Simple also time. think that a, such a big part of his his season in, in college at LSU was just overpowering you guys. You've seen this multiple. You saw it with Toby Gerhardt at Stanford. Mm-hmm. He overpowered the guys. He ran past them because he was strong and fast, which is an athletic freak. That's how you get seen in high school. And he got through that whole thing. And I still think he has some skill there. But he's very Trent Richardson-like yep. in the way. Very, very true. And just a note on this trade, Matt ended up trading Michael Thomas for Raheem Mostert and uh, and Terry McLaurin from myself um, and getting some much-needed depth that he needed uh, in order to get some depth back after Saquon Barkley gets injured. So, like, not only did he get Michael Thomas, but he also uh, traded them for, for some really good players that he desperately needed. So... So nice job by Matt on that one, winning that one. Um, probably not ethically okay, but uh, here we are anyway. That's not what fantasy is all about. What's our second trade we're discussing here? Oh, we're, we're discussing that one. It has to involve you in this one. Ooh. It's you and Aiden trading. Okay. And this one, this one was this, one that I saw come from my. This is a blockbuster away. here. I really busted Aiden's block <laughs> somehow. He's, he's been doing, he's doing better. Because, but it's not because of this trade, I would say. Um, we have Eamon trading Robbie Anderson, one of the, the lead leading receiver. My boy. Lead leading receiver, Raheem Mostert, when he's healthy, number one running back. Trading for Michael Thomas. Trading for Michael Thomas. And George Kittle. Is he good? One. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's number two. He's like number two in the league. <laughs> um, and Nikki traded Joe Mixon. Who is okay sometimes. I did. And Cooper Cup, who is not good enough to be involved in this trade. My mortal enemy, Cooper Cup. Yeah. You just you completely just told a narrative and Eamon completely bought it and bought because of the name. And you turned it into a great trade for you. I think that my feelings on this trade are clear. Um I turned like I said, I turned Mostert into Michael Thomas. So in reality, this trade gave me two top ten wide receivers and a top tight end. And so I'm feeling feeling pretty good about this trade. Andrew, I might be biased, so maybe you should come in and uh, calm me down a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. I just went pee. 
I didn't think you guys were going to call on me, so I just went pee. I didn't hear anything. Fine. I keep this pee. in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he went pee. For the love of God, please keep that, that in the podcast. That's so bad, Andrew left to go pee. You hear that, I didn't Aiden? Even hear I defend what you. Guys you. I put about. you at two. But gosh. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. It helps strengthen the point. Moving on to the next trade. Thank Sorry. you, Andrew. Yes. Thank you so much. All right, so trade number three. We have Joe trading DK Metcalf and Deontay Johnson to Jack for Michael Gallup and Julian Edelman. I'm not going to say it's about I'll let you take this one. So for me, Andrew, I think you might be in agreement with this. I think that uh, – let's see. I think that the team that got DK – and uh, Deontay Johnson, that'd be Jack over there. I think they're the number one trade here. You got to feel relieved if you're if you're Jack. Um, you have to think that if he's in the playoffs, you're in. If you know what I'm exactly. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. those urine jokes. Uh, number one, yeah, you're in. A lot, a lot of you know, I, you guys. Yeah. I want to make sure that everyone understood that. Looking <laughs> um, back to this trade, yeah. Um, that's a terrible trade for Joe. Joe screwed uh, up. He traded Michael Gallup for Frank Gore. That should negate this trade from the start. And he also got Julian Edelman, who looks terrible. I think I defended him earlier in the year. But he, I think he literally put his whole soul into that one week that he had his career high. And he's got nothing left. I think that Joe really uh, – this is not a good strike against Joe, obviously. If it's a strike, it's not a good but this is not good on that Joe resume of a, a manager that's going to be successful down the stretch. Yeah. You know? And and Amy obviously has gotten away with it because he makes so many moves. But uh, right now, like basically that trade, that's not too not too not too hot for uh, our favorite Joe Truss. Yeah. What's trade number four? Uh, trade number four, we have Charles trading Alexander Madison and James White to Michael Webb for Emmanuel Sanders and Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, um, Andrew, as the Michael Webb truther here, how do you feel about that trade? Unless you're pissing. No, he's, he's going to the bathroom. I, I, All right. I, I, think, I think it's uh, – he went number <laughs> three. Trade four. I guess yet. that I will take up the mantle as the Michael Webb truther. I, I crucified Michael Webb for this trade. He had this little, this little trade uh, analysis afterwards, and I did, a, I did a number on Michael Webb in that. Um, and I said some words that my mom wanted to be proud of me for saying. Um, like that, I thought the trade was stupid. No, just gonna put it out there. Yeah. So I clip moved down a class. Right. Exactly. I was a yellow card after that. But I think looking back, no one won this trade because everyone in the trade is uh not a great player. You can say Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell has not had a good season. Now he's drawing the Chiefs, where who knows how much opportunity you're gonna get. Do you really think that Charles will be able to actually trust Le'Veon Bell enough to play him? In order in meaningful football, you know, I could see Bell coming in the playoffs or at the end of the year, like and starting to do something special. But I think that Le'Veon Bell by himself does not seem to have the juice right now. And also, he's backing up Clyde Edwards Alaire, who's coming off almost 150 yards of rushing. So, so I think that well, this team, this trade with Le'Veon Bell may be something special. You know, not too great. Manny Sanders is the other piece of this trade, which we made fun of Michael Webb for. Um, I think that this is one that he had a couple of games, but you're never going to actually trust that he's going to play because that's it's, it's one thing to have a good game. You're Burkheads, yeah. you know, but you're never going to play Burkhead on his good game because you don't know when it's coming. 
Same with Manny Sanders. The one time you thought you could play him was that first or second week that Michael Thomas. Played. And and not too hot. Not too hot. And so, like, I think that – and then uh, Mike Webb got Madison, and who was the other person? James, James White. White yeah. So neither one of those is going to light up the world like nobody else, the way that James White flips his hair and, I guess, leaves the Patriots uh, for a family emergency that gets yeah. you overwhelmed. But, like, I think in the end, like, this trade, not too much happens for me. Nothing moves the needle too much. I guess if I have to pick a side, I go Charles because the bell is a bit better. But, like, overall, I'm not nearly as angry at Mike Webb as I was. Well, I'm not Manuel Sanders on here. Okay. And he's, you know, his time's done now because Michael Thomas is coming back. But he had a three weeks three to five. He had eleven points, nine points, twelve points. That's more production than the other two players, for sure. James White and Isaiah Anderson combined. Well, Madison did for- have that big game last week where Webb actually did play him and it led him to a win, I believe, because um, he played the Cook Madison Cook in his RB two and Madison in his flex. And actually got a win because both of them got points because Cook got a touchdown before he got injured. Madison gets injured, runs for 130 yards, and um, Webb wins the game. So, like, I I still think that over three games, that's a better performance than one game. For sure. Madison. But did Charles use Sanders? I don't know. Well, I can, I can check, obviously. Let me, let's, let's see. Let's uh... – and again, I'm signing with Charles on this one. I think Charles wins the trade. Yeah, I think Charles but, wins the trade. Uh, but I think it's more potential with Bell and Sanders. Mm-hmm. Sanders' time has obviously come past already. We are done with that. All right, Definitely more potential for Bell and Sanders. Last for sure. week we played. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold I on. also think that uh, you know, if you look at Webb's team, we always made fun of Webb for his depth, but having Madison and Cook immediately. Uh, Immediately copes with the fact that if Cook gets injured, Madison jumps in. That being said, Madison uh, was yeah. in when Cook was injured and got hurt. Yeah. Or not got hurt. He did nothing. That's what he did. He didn't, didn't do very much. He got like 33 points. So not great, Bob. So I think, I think just Madison, I mean, Sanders has been traded already. Mm-hmm. And whatever. He's a moot point. doesn't matter. He was trade but I still think the potential with having a starting running back coming back. Is gonna be better than having a couple of backups, especially if you're a web and don't you don't have that running back down. Yeah, yeah, you don't, and that's fine. But really, it's just a trash trade. Trash that trade didn't really that's, do anything. We'll stamp that one. Yeah, we'll stamp the post office. All right, last trade, final trade last of the night, trade. ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Our PP hero, Andrew Wright, trading wow. away Miles Sanders for, to Macarizio for David Montgomery. That was a good wow. trade. Wow, Andrew, can you tell me about that, <laughs> yeah. buddy? That was a very good trade. It was the best. Right, it was why? the best trade. There's no other good trade out there like this trade. So this is We're doing a very trade. good job. All right. No, please keep keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Tell me more. How did this transpire? Uh, basically, uh, a trade was sent, and at the moment, <laughs> I was in one of my moods where I was like, mm, "Fuck fantasy this year. I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna take whatever," <laughs> and I traded it. Oh, the Michael Webb. <laughs> the Webb. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't exactly look into it, but you know what? I'm not going to dwell on things and I'm okay with what I did and I'm going to live with it and I'm going to move on and everything's going to be okay. You know what? Um, and Andrew, you, you rightfully so get a lot of flack for this, but I will say a couple things. If, if you wouldn't mind JB, cause no, I know please, you might, you might go in soon. Um, I think that Chicago, if you look at their rest of season defensive strength of schedule, as in how many points are the opposing defenses allowing in fantasy to running backs, David Montgomery's schedule and the Chicago Bears schedule has the best 
in the entire NFL. Let's look at some of these matchups here. Week 13, 14, 15, 16, right? Detroit, awful running uh, running defense. Yeah. Houston, number 31, 30 in the league in running defense. Minnesota, we've seen them get gashed. Yannick Ngakwe, not the best run defender. Good pass rusher. And then, of course, Jacksonville, who just gave up over 200 yards to the Detroit Lions backfield, which features studs such as Carrion Johnson, DeAndre Swift, and Adrian Peterson. So none of those matchups scare you. When you're getting down the stretch, you like David Montgomery. That being said, (laughs) very results-oriented. I don't know about this one, buddy. Uh, Miles Sanders looking really good, a top 10 back, playing for a bad offense, but still getting all the opportunity, pass catching and running. I will say, Sanders got injured. Does Montgomery end up scoring more points down the stretch than a 2-4 and team needs? You can argue that. I'm not going to hate it. But, uh, you know, on the surface, at the time, I hated this trade. (laughs) I think uh, I thought at the time that Matt won by a mile. And now I think that Andrew, uh, you know, you make the argument, and I won't get mad. <laughs> um, yeah. So what you said, the the weeks that you said, that's that's the playoffs. Yeah. And that's the most important time. Oh yeah. But we literally just rank Andrew as eleventh. That's very true. The second worst likelihood to get into the playoffs. So I don't think it's gonna matter when those defensive. If the punishment uh, comes up, JP, it matters a lot. It does, but you know, I I, I forget what we're doing the the music. You get the best uh, Best Buy coupon if you get seven. If you win the loser's bracket, a Best Buy coupon. <laughs> Great. Sweet. <laughs> um, maybe you can use that coupon Waffle House somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, he just had a game against the Carolina defense that is known to be not great against the run. He only got – he got less than 10 points. That's fair. 9.7 close, but less than 10 points. He's been going in and out between flirting with double digits and going back down to five or six. It's It's – a starting running back, it's better to have him than to not have him. But the fact they get out Miles Sanders is breaking off the 80-yard runs like back-to-back weeks now. Yeah, that's that's a loss. But it's okay, you know. It's okay. I'll take it, it in happens. stride. It's okay because <laughs> this is fantasy football where truly anything can happen. As we saw in our rankings from the initial, Mark Turner went from zero to hero. Uh, from the bottom to the top, we see a lot of other movement in our rankings. You can just go back and see them. But uh, really, if there's one thing that I'm certain about on Fans Well, it's that nothing is for certain. And to quote Julie Chen from the Great Reality TV show, expect the unexpected. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What, what you got? Who, me? Yeah, you got nothing. Anything? I was you saying wee wee. I agree. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you have over an hour of baseball content, courtesy of the Garbage Time Podcasters. We will see you at week eight when this log jam will probably likely still be a log jam if we've no, learned no, anything. Yep. But we might have a bit more separation, a bit more updates on the greatest baseball league in the world. Have a great night. Have a great week seven and eight. Unless you are JP or G. Oof. Good dog. <laughs>